What is up, guys? This is the Subaru Squad, the opinions in the outback. This is your host, Noah, and I like to party. This is Kylie Keller, not to be confused with Helen Keller. <laughs> this is Hannah Wilding. I'm wearing Chacos right now. This is Ashton Duke, probably the quietest person in class. <laughs> this is Liz Bishop. I laugh at everything. And I'm Harrison. So today we're going to talk about uh, asking to dances. So that's going to be our first topic. Our whole opinion piece is going to be about Davis High. Right on, we're going to talk about when is it too early to ask for dances. Personally, I think no time is too early because you get snatched right up. All those like really like attractive people you want to ask, like they seriously get asked like right at the beginning. So what's you, what's to blame you to be ahead of the game? Wisdom? I personally think that it's too early to ask about two months in advance. I think you should try and aim for like the one to one and a half month just because most people are still available because there's just a few whacked up <laughs> Harrison that are willing to ask way too early. I believe that you should not be able to ask to a dance until a week after the prior dance because then it gives the students enough time to recover from their past dance and to get their life together. I think so too. I think that you need to wait a little bit, but like, it's fine to ask early if you have someone you want to ask. You want to make sure you go with them. So. I think just if you're ahead of the game, that's... You just got to be just like what Harrison was saying. I mean, if you're ahead of the game, then you should be able to ask early. If there's a rule that you can't ask early, then, I mean, maybe we should follow that rule. But Davis High doesn't need more rules. <laughs> so Davis High has too many rules. Wait, but don't you think that if you ask too early, that makes you seem desperate and a little creepy? No, I don't think so. Harrison, go ahead. So I'd argue that like we all have had experiences with dances that the person that we might want to ask could have been asked too early. I feel like oftentimes someone we had in mind often gets asked, we have to be scrambling for something. So I think that uh, if you decide to ask to a dance and you, even the night of, the night of might be a little excessive, but like within the week of a dance, I think it's okay to ask. Like. I don't see any consequence or any like harm in asking to a get dance. If anything, it doesn't make you seem desperate. It seem makes your date seem wanted or like the person you want to go with. Clearly, this is the person that you want to spend time with. So it's not like they feel like a basic week before the dance ask. Like it's someone that you want to go with and they know they want to go with. I think it adds for a better dance. Plus, it gives you more time to plan and have a successful dance. Liz, to you. <laughs> of the dance, and like you can ask like. Like, you gotta figure out the dates. I don't know, you can ask earlier, like, in the month, like, the first day that you can. But I think, like, right after the dance, everyone's tired and already, like, I don't know. They need to recover, you know what I'm saying? Well, our next lead was into best date ideas. I think that oftentimes, as we're planning for dances, both guys and girls, whether it be girls' choice or guys' choice, we're trying to scramble to find a good date. And it's hard to make those plans work, especially with a big group. What's your opinion on how big the group should be and what a successful date should look like at a dance? I personally think that it depends on the people. For me, I like to have just maybe one or two couples because I think that you can have more one-on-one -on -one time and have a better time. But I know some people like to have bigger groups and go and have big parties. What do you think, Kylie? I think that you should have at least four or five couples in a group because then there's never that awkward silence if you get asked by someone you don't know that well. But you should never, ever, ever have more than 20 people in your group. I experienced that and it was very hard to plan. Yeah. Well, I feel like it also depends on who you ask, like if you're close to them. You can have like a smaller group, but if you don't know them that well, you should have like a bigger group so it's not really awkward. Also, like when I went to the dance, it was 
just me and my date because she goes to a different school and doesn't like people here. But, I mean, I think I thought it was way more fun than when I did a group, personally. When I did a group, it was kind of, I don't know, it just sucked. Harrison? I argue two points. Point number one is that if you try and plan for a group greater than two or three couples, you run the risk of tension in the group. Maybe your date doesn't get along with some of your friends or stuff like that. Like, there's just too many variables at play when you ask to a dance. And I also argue that when you're going to a dance with people you don't know, as we all talked about, like, what if you don't know the person? I think just general date advice, I think it's a bad call to ask someone you barely know. I think dances should be something shared between friends that's fun, not a first date kind of deal. <laughs> um, I think, shoot. Um, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> okay, well, I think, honestly, for me, it's more the merrier. You're going to have tension no matter where you go. So, like, and people sometimes get super offended when they're not, like, allowed in a group. And I just think everyone should be included. But, of course, it's not a perfect world, so that's not how it's gonna go but also I think bigger groups work well with it depends on what date you're going for too you know you got to make the date work with your group like for my Christmas dance we did a huge group but we did like a sub for Santa thing and it was awesome if we would have had a smaller group it wouldn't have worked out as well if that makes sense all right well I think that's enough on dance we should move on to lunch um what do you guys think about how long lunch should last? Should it last more than 45 minutes? Kylie? I believe our lunches should be an hour because uh, a lot of other schools in our area have that time and it is really difficult for us to drive around places and get to our homes and restaurants wherever we're going for lunch in that amount of time, especially because our school has a lot of cars and it's hard to get out of the parking lot fast and onto the streets. I agree with that statement. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. How about you, Ashley? Um, personally, I think one way that we can make more lunchtime is we could cut our time between classes down one minute, and we could probably eliminate a lot of the crap in classes um, because, honestly, the first 10, 15 minutes, you're not doing jack. So that's what I think. We should have more lunchtime and less of the no talking, you know, just make our time productive, I guess wise words from a wise man. Harrison, to you. I feel like everyone's arguing for a longer lunch, but I disagree with that point. I think we should cut down lunch to shorten school days. I think that we take 20, 30 minutes closed lunch. That's we have, a good idea. We have an open lunch program, which is great and shows a lot of freedom, especially for us seniors and juniors that have cars that can drive places. But with 40 minutes, it's just absolutely impossible. Like taco time is a rush and it's just down the street. I think we cut it down to a 30 minute lunch letting us out earlier so we can go for a later lunch after our eighth period. That way we have more time to decompress, to enjoy, maybe work on school. Our classes are out of the way. We don't have to worry about getting back to class. I disagree with that. I think that lunch should be longer because it's a good break in the middle of the day. And I think that people should be able to enjoy going out to lunch with some friends rather than doing stuff after school. Because a lot of high schoolers have a job or they have like an activity such as dance or a sport. So I think lunch is actually crucial and important to the high school experience. Every day, without fail, I go to Old Gristmill. Um, like a little bit of fail, but like mostly I go there. Wendy's, Tasty's, it's a lot of places. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. You go home, I like going home. I think going home's good too, but 
There's no better place to beat than Little Caesars. Everybody puts in three bucks. You get like four pizzas. You've got way more food than you can possibly eat. You can get some wings, maybe a two liter Mountain Dew, whatever. And it's so cheap. And everybody's always complaining about how they don't have enough money to spend. And they're like, oh, will you buy for me? Which is obnoxious. Just put in three bucks and your damn pizza. You have to agree with your argument, Wisdom, because... I mean, disagree. I meant to say disagree, not agree. <laughs> I, because uh, the thing about work, um, eventually about the time that you have to go to work, it's going to be the exact same either way. Um, I'd personally have rather have less school. I could deal with that, so that's my take on that, I guess. Alrighty. Well, I think that's enough about lunch. Let's go to Dateless Davis. Why is Davis dateless? No, we've all we've all coined the term dateless Davis. Oftentimes, we have people not going to prom, and I feel like there's just a general lack of school spirit because of how many people skip out on dances or think they're too cool. I argue, why is dating have such a stigmatism around Davis? Why is it so weird and challenged? Wisdom. I personally think it's because everybody's socially awkward and we have too much social hierarchy. We have too much of uh, like cliques going on around the halls and everybody's so stuck with hanging out with the same five to ten people that they're too uncomfortable with going around and meeting new people and like going out with other people. Kylie? I believe that Davis is dayless because there are so many people, it's hard to have multiple classes with the same people and to be able to have that connection very fast. So it's kind of awkward for people to ask on dates when they don't, don't know someone very well. That's true. There's people I've met this year that I didn't even know go to our school until now. That's true. tough. Yeah. Wow. They're called sophomores? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ashton? No? Liz? Um, I think it's because people are just too afraid. I don't know. I think sometimes when people go on dates, people automatically assume you're together or that you like the person. And I mean, I think dates should be more like, I don't know. People just would rather hang out and have it be more chill than go on dates. But I feel like dates can be chill and I think it's not bad to put in effort and not bad to, I don't know, spend time with someone. So I like the three arguments we raised. One, we have two, uh, socially isolated cliques that make it so it's hard to meet newer people. A heavy student body makes it so we can't meet and grow closer to people through classes and more normalized behaviors. And then the fact that you think that dating comes with too high a risk is too, uh, too worrisome. So I think that the solution to this problem that we've all kind of reached is that while we can't fix how high the student population is, it's that we put less of an impact and less of a stigmatism around dating. We see dating as a way for you to meet new friends and new people, not a way for you to see like the next uh, person you're gonna marry or anything like that. It's something that you have to make friends and enjoy the time. Um, transitioning from Dateless Davis, we have the problems of Davis because we all know we have some. Anyone have any problems on mind? Um, my problem is definitely the parking lot. I come in and I cannot find parking to save my life. And I hate, especially in bad weather, having to walk a million miles to my car and then waiting in traffic to get out. That's one thing for lunch and how short it is. So by the time you actually get out of the parking lot, you've got like 25 minutes left. Kylie? I believe one of the current problems with Davis High is the swamp cooler. 
Um, <laughs> um, in junior high, I also experienced this, and I had to leave school multiple times to go home because it made me feel nauseous and sick. So, though it may be more economic and like work better for the school, it ultimately, ultimately is having a negative effect on the students. It's gross, and I give it two thumbs down. <laughs> so, on the parking, I mean, call it selfish, but I do think that we should break it, that seniors have priority parking. We suffered as sophomores, we had to park out on the street, and I think it's, like, unfair that these sophomores are illegally parking, and so we have to sub out our spots to juniors and sophomores that get closer spots. Like, I'm a senior at high school, it's already a struggle enough to show up. If I, it is snowing outside and I can't park less than 40 feet from the door, I'm honestly just going to skip first period. I think it's just so useless. And I agree that Swamp Cooler just reeks. I think that Davis High has constantly been a school far and above, like, far and above, like, whatever the school is. Like, we've always been the biggest, well, like, renowned school. I think that we could splurge a little bit more on air conditioning than we need computers personalized for every class. Okay, so speaking of problems with Davis, what is up with Davis having to be the, like, um, example school to everybody? Like, why is it that Davis, in a way, is kind of snobby and that everybody has to be top like we have to have top test scores we have the strictest rules like you have to if, if you take somebody that's not from davis to a dance you have to get um both uh dates parents signatures you have to get the their school's principal signature you have to get our approval like why is it that we are so stuck up and like exclusive for being a public high school we have to argue that every school in the district has to fill a different role. So just because we have to fill the example role doesn't mean we can't change all of a sudden because we already have Layton who fills the roles of the complete screw-up trash school. So, I mean, it's just because we live so close to schools that are just the worst. Viewmont and Layton are just garbage. Just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so while it may seem frustrating that we have to, to achieve better performance, like they expect more of us, it's okay because I'd rather be a dart than a lancer. <laughs> um, I think it has to do a lot with like the parents of the students too. Um, kids get put like a lot of pressure on them and like colleges and stuff. I know like I worked super hard in high school because of like scholarships and to win the approval of my parents and win their love. So I think that might have something to do with it. <laughs> um, I think that Davis High has a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about, but we only need an 11 minute mark, so uh, we're gonna close with that. So uh, I'm Harrison signing off. No signing off. Kylie Keller, not to be confused with Helen Keller. Hannah signing off. <laughs> Ashton Duke, see ya. Liz Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the Subaru Squad. This is Opinions in the Outback. And I hope you have a great day. That was a good ending. <laughs> for the record, we're like 25 minutes.